This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 656. Now serving player 22,644, 43, 42, 41. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly/atabooks2019. That's bit.ly slash atabooks2019. Over 200,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. We're also sponsored by Funko, maker of the world's broadest selection of vinyl figures from pops to dorbs, rides to mugs, and so much more. Check them out at bit.ly slash FunkoATA. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts. The always stalwart and honorable Maedros! The commander of the fell and master of demons, Thandeth! The non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty! And the high priestess of the Everlight, Ellie! She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth! This is Infernal Bill from Taverncast, and you're listening to All Things Azeroth with Medros, Toasty, and Ali, three great podcast hosts, but particularly Ali, because she's a quality host. Everyone, a toast to 15 years of World of Warcraft. We met many years ago upon a dusty road. You a humble priest and welcome back to all things azeroth your world of warcraft podcast i'm your host medros and with me i have toasty hey toasty oh hey how you doing good good uh now i figured i gave i gave ali enough time to recover from from from, <laughs> from this time hey ali how you doing there are so many things about all of those intros that make me so happy <laughs> i liked your creative countdown I, of course, I you know, tavern cast. I believe they're coming out on Saturday, so I'm really excited. And um, the, the 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 audio from the video because it's amazing. Uh, we'll we'll play I, that full audio later from that video. I'm uh, I'm good. Honestly, I had a I had a long day. I've I've had a rough couple days. You know, life happens. But I'm really happy to be here talking with you guys and getting to just geek out and have a nice night. But it's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be very good. We're going to talk about WoW Classic. And we're going to talk about WoW Classic. Wait, what? This isn't This isn't all things WoW Classic. I, I mean, true. Unfortunately, that's all the things to talk about this week. I don't, I don't know if you heard, but something happened as of like three and a half hours ago that people are a little hyped about. Like, well, well, no, hype, I don't, I don't hype, listen to news about WoW Classic because I'm not interested. But, but it, yeah, it's, it's hyped to the tune of an average of 11,000 players queued up per server. That's a lot of players. Across yeah. 20 servers for the U.S. And yeah, and that's just the U.S. Now, that's an average. Some of the servers that I've looked at have no wait times, but it should be noted that those were the three newly created servers. So I don't anticipate that lasting long. I wouldn't be surprised if that has not been updated already. But 
Yeah, yeah. Mike, Mickey's currently uh, one. They're ten thousand five hundred ninety in queue with a four hundred seventy minute wait. I think the largest one I saw was twenty six thousand. Actually, I know the longest one I saw because I used that in reference to the title. It was twenty two thousand six hundred forty three. That's a big number. Yeah, but somebody, <laughs> somebody I know has uh, saw a queue in the thirty three thousand range. Yeah, I think. Was that the was was that the European streamer server? Yeah, it was one of the European servers. It was at 33 k. Yeah, I think Ooh. I think uh, uh, and Nevatel were playing on that server, I believe. Yeah, that was that was their servers, that, that, so. that does not surprise me in that case. Uh, but, yeah, so there's some people playing a game that is like really old for some reason. Before we get into that, Medros, you didn't tell us how you're doing. Um, doing okay. Thanks for asking. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, I, I I I opened WoW Classic. I clicked the buttons required to see a queue, and then I closed Classic. So I guess I've loaded Classic. I guess. To be clear, I wasn't actually going to play it. I just wanted to see if there's a queue. Yeah. yeah there's a bit of a queue. A I wanted to see if I could try to get in get in some time after I finished working on the show stuff. Like, no, um, no, no, no. It's not enough time. Nowhere near enough time. I think my queue was 113 minutes. Uh, pure curiosity. I'm checking to see what my queue would be. Um, 10,084. <laughs> Estimated time, right. 154 minutes. Yeah. Now, granted, I'm on Pagel, which is, there's a lot of people going to Pagel, but uh, that's, a, that's a big number. I that's not a small number. I mean, there's a lot of people going everywhere. Let's yeah. be real. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, okay, I'm going to get out cue so slowing down my spot. All right, before we get on to talking about old content, let's talk about what was done more recently. So, Toasty, how was your Weekend Wow? Uh, weekend Wow was not as... Uh, there was not a lot accomplished this weekend, well, for me. Um, so, so, so we're going up. We're we're trying to progress on Heroic Eternal Palace, and we're kind of struggling. Um, as I mentioned last week, we've we kind of just ignored a lot of the mechanics for the first boss during normal runs, just because um, our DPS was at that level and our healers were doing a good job of keeping us alive, as is the intent of having good healers. Unfortunately, a combination of all that resulted in us not not nailing down the mechanics to the first boss entirely. So we felt been, so bad. <laughs> so we've been learning that. Uh, we spent a night and a half last week on I forget, Countess Shivara. It's Countess something. The first, yeah, yeah, the first, yeah, the first, yeah, and um, yeah, we got really close. We had two zero percent pulls. Oh. One below 300k, one at at just above 90k. Ooh, that hurts. And unfortunately, we didn't quite cross that finish line. So, um, yeah, so that was Wednesday night and half a Thursday raid night. After that, we're like, you know what? We need to see some progression. We need to kill something this week. So we just ran into normal mode and we got all the way up until Orgazoa before we called it a night, so we cleared up to Ashvane. Alright. 
in like an hour and a half. So yeah, that's, that's impressive. Yeah, I was okay with that. And unfortunately, I'm at the point where I'm not going to get many upgrades from normal mode. The only time I'm going to see an upgrade is if I get a weapon. Because I'm still lot. I'm still rocking a weapon at 395. So, I don't know. It might be a bit before I see that. Because weapons are a pain to, to get. Yes, but, yes, you know, are. It's not holding me back too much, I don't think. Um, but that was pretty much it. I didn't have a lot of time to play WoW outside of Raid Night this past week. Just because... Um, a bunch of family stuff it was my sister's birthday this weekend, so I spent some time with them. Yeah. What about you, Ali? How was your week? Busy. Busier than I had anticipated. I My offline life was really hectic. With uh, So my husband has gone to Thailand for work for 17 days. That's a lot of days, and that's a really big trip. So he... Uh, there's a lot of just, you know, last minute preparations and stuff for that. Um, I got a tattoo on Thursday, so that was pretty awesome. Nice. I approve of tattoos. Yep, yep, yep. So um, I'm really happy with the result and how how good it is. And let's see. I It was also my my parents' birthdays. Like, my, my dad's birthday is on Saturday and my mom's is this upcoming Wednesday, I think. And so, like, I took the family out for dinner um, one day. So I, you know, spent some time with them, too, just like you, Toasty. And all these things and some overtime just kept me so busy that I I had to scramble to get my show done. So a lot of my gaming time was taken up by, uh, well, podcasting. And, yeah, I did do the weekly for the Mythic Dungeons and got 430 Gloves that are an exact copy of the 430 gloves I already have. As is tradition. Yep, yep, so that, that hurt a little bit. I, I, I stayed up super late last night like to try to get my last two done, because I knew I wasn't going to get a chance to do it today, and, and that's what happened. So, yay gold! <laughs> and for raiding, I didn't raid this past Tuesday uh, with Rubber Chicken Coalition like normal, because, you know, just really busy. But my raid group on Sunday, we were missing one of our main tanks and uh, two of our main DPS, and it was weird was short. So we ended up just starting at normal, beginning again, and not progressing. We still, I have still not gotten a normal Ashara kill, so that's a little disappointing. I'm hoping to fix that in the next couple weeks, and I'm hoping I get to actually play more well this week. I should be able to. Hopefully. Plus, it's a three-day weekend coming up, so I should get lots of time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's a whole that, extra day. That That is a, yeah. a full, hard theory right there. That's a good theory. It's, I'm, <laughs> well, and thankfully, so uh, overtime at work is horrible, but I, I stood my ground. I was like, I could do three days a week. That's all I can do. Like, I am working with someone who drains me and I'm not going to go into it but in doing that I ensured that I'm going to have some mornings to work on my show still and keep with the schedule I'm trying to get for myself so I should be able to just kind of you know chug along and actually game this week so let's hear here's hoping right <laughs> <laughs> 
Hope, that's that's the thing, right? Yeah, definitely hope. Hey, sometimes you gotta have hope, right? Hope is yep. never a plan. I would have played more, I just I had to get my show out, man. I understand priorities. Yeah. How was your week in Wild Metros? Uh, my week was pretty decent. Um, got a chance to fly around in Mechagon today. Uh, unlocked my mini collection this week. Um, got revered with Najatar, uh, the end mm-hmm. there. Um, when you say fly around, are you saying you got flying? Or are you saying you got the anti-gravity back? <laughs> anti-gravity back. Okay. I was like, what? Medras beat me for flying? <laughs> I was so disappointed in myself for a minute. I imagine he phrased that that way to incite that little bit of panic probably. there. Probably. That sounds about right. Yes. That was, <laughs> that was very purposely worded. Yes. So oh, I, I'm very intrigued Are by this Are you sure you don't fact... play Horde, Medros? Controlling, <laughs> you know, yo. <laughs> I am concerned uh, that my getting flying before you causes you anxiety. Well, because... I, I need to get it before you. It's just it's just a thing. Just let it happen. Really, really. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, are we are we are we starting something here? Is this going to be the start I, of I who gets know. flying first? Thank How you, far you, are you, you gun rep. Th- Thank you for very, making this very clear, there, Ali. I really appreciate this information. How how far are you on your mech gun rep? I am at a place, and that's <laughs> all place. we're going to go into right now. <laughs> oh, so it's like a blind race. You just gotta, you guys just gotta sprint to the finish line without having any idea as to where the other person is progress wise. Okay. I like this. We'll report back next week. See where we're at. All right. <laughs> Come back next week for Pathfinder Watch 2019. <laughs> Unless you're watching for my Pathfinder achievement because I already have it. Yeah, you already have it. I thought I was going to get it before you, but that did not work. <laughs> Let's see here. Going to add a segment to next week's show notes, Pathfinder Watch. <laughs> I love it. Tremendous. I'll look to this information up later. All right. Uh, so I guess time to talk about our, uh, our first sponsor. So our new sponsor is Funko. If you haven't heard of them by name, you've definitely seen their products. They make collectible vinyl figures from a bunch of Blizzard universes, from Warcraft to Overwatch, Heroes of Diablo, and even more from most of the Blizzardverse, like Firefly, Star Trek, and Doctor Who. I like to highlight a Funko Pop each week, and this week's Funko is one that I think nobody would expect me to do, though I think it's super cute. So what do you guys think about this Funko Pop as our choice for the week? Is that the Coke Bear? Yes. Aw, that is cute. I mean, it's kind of, you know, wintry, but it's really cute. I always like the Coca-Cola, the Coca-Cola Bears. Um, I remember when, in the early days of Wrath, you could, as a hunter, tame the baby blizzard, baby Blair, Blair, baby bear cubs out in. Um, um, Dragon Blight, and they look just like the bear cubs from the WoW commercial or the the Coke commercials. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. They do. And then they nerfed it and made all those baby bears into full-size bears, and I was so disappointed. Oh. Because I wanted, I wanted a bear cub as my pet. And I could... I, I even had a macro that I was write, writing up saying, occasionally laps up some coke from the ground. <laughs> oh, that's cute. I loved it. So I just saw that they're coming up with this. Um, it's just a concept right now, but this is is pretty close to the final what, what it's going to look like. Um, I love this. It looks super cute, uh, and I would absolutely love to have this as a Funko Bob. Um, no word yet on where you'll get it from, but yeah, it's it's pretty cool. So if you want to check out this Funko Pop or any others that they have on the store, on the store, go to bit.ly/funkoata. You can check out their online shop and use shop ten to save ten percent on your entire purchase. That's bit.ly/funkoata and use shop ten to save ten percent. And we want to thank Funko for their support of the show. All right, twits time. Well, that's gonna be the name of the segment now, isn't it? It's just twits. Yes, it is. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this week, um, I, as I said earlier, I was I, I streamed my raid, which um, you you can see the frustration growing over the two days. I'm sure it was very obvious. I was very happy to go back to normal afterwards. Um, and uh, for my not wild day, I ended up streaming some more Super Blood Hockey. That was a lot of fun. I killed somebody. Nice. I, I had my first I had my first death on stream during Super Blood Hockey. Uh, uh, yeah, it was fantastic. And I was so happy that it was I was so happy that it wasn't one of my players. Right. So right. far so far it's only been my players dying. It was it was nice to to be the one drawing blood for a change. <laughs> so have you set out a schedule at this point for when you plan to stream or is it just kinda watch Twitter and stuff? Um well obviously it's just every Wednesday and Thursday. Um, because I'm because I stream my raid, and then um, after I like, outside of that, it's just pretty much whenever I feel like doing it. I I, I told myself initially that I was going to do it on Friday night, but then all of a sudden I had a bunch of real life stuff come up on Friday night, and then I wasn't doing it, and so I found another day on the weekend to do it. So I'm like, it's going to be Wednesdays and Thursdays for sure, and then one of the days on the weekend I'll be streaming as well. Hopefully, I can settle into a schedule once I figure out my real life stuff. Cool. All right, now for a tweet. That doesn't roll off the tongue quite as well as. <laughs> Not really, no. It's it's fun to say tweet. Sounds French or something. I don't know. <laughs> um. So I did a thing. Uh. Well, first off, I released my show for the. Nexus. I had to think about it for a second. <laughs> Finally got the Nexus out, which I was really excited about. And this week I'm working on the Oculus, which will be great. No, just kidding. I'm a week behind. Everything is messed up right now. Uh, see, so I, I got the Oculus Oculus. <laughs> yes, no, no. I got I'm I'm still getting used to my new schedule. So yes, I got the Oculus out. And I'm working on Ivy Tourney right now. But yes, I got the Oculus out, which you know, not everyone likes that dungeon, so it's kind of fun to talk about all of that and to show there's there's an actual story there. You know, it's not just the dungeon that people like to hate. And 
Yeah, so I, I did a thing for Hathel Report, which is a, a phenomenal show. I adore it. But the uh, one of the podcasters on that, Tosh, does a lot of different voices for you know this fake like radio show he puts on and stuff. And I, I offered to help a little bit because when I really try, I could do a half halfway decent gnome voice. And so I was like, hey, if you ever need help with this, like hit me up. And it turned into creating a whole new character and doing a whole interview in said gnome voice. So it was crazy. It hurt a little bit, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. So it was pretty great. You know what my favorite story from Loculus is? Hmm. It's when somebody I know took a one twenty, uh, took a one ten ultimate and managed to die. Shut up. <laughs> yes, I died. It's well, it's the last I have it. Okay, so I was on the bronze Drake, which I've never like. I was usually on green since I usually was just the healer. That's how it worked out. And so between that and the fact that I haven't ran it in a long time, I was super rusty, and like I myself, you know, what didn't die, just I Drake did and. And then I proceeded to fall to my death. And so the second time when I went in, I uh, when I noticed my Drake was low health, I literally just dismounted and then just started zapping him, like, from the platform. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do it the legit way. Why would you do it the legit way? Well, I, have to, I was reporting about it for the show, man. I mean, I guess. It's for the love of the show. That's I mean, fair. as long as you go in willingly accepting that the legit way is you dying repeatedly, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to die repeatedly. It's just soloing it is something a little different, that's all. That's fair. All right. I buy that. And as long as it made at least one person laugh that I died, then, you know, mission accomplished. Hey, it made me laugh, so mission accomplished. <laughs> Yay! I win. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about our weekend. Wow, eh? Yeah, sure. Eh? So uh, this weekend, well, uh, retail, because I, I have to distinguish now. Yeah. Um, we got the pet battle bonus event that's going from August twenty seventh to September second, and then we have trial of style going from August thirty first to September fourth, and then that's it. It's almost like they tried to not have a lot of stuff going on this week. Yay, trial! I wonder style. why that's the case. It's almost like it was planned. Amazing yeah. that. But yeah, trial of style. I, I I think I have enough trial of style tokens on each of my characters that I don't actually need to do it again. I can just buy the new sets. But where's the fun in that? Like you That's gotta true. compete. Even if you just go in for a few rounds, it's just it's lighthearted fun, you know? My favorite one's the the, the mismatched one. Yeah, that one's I mean, pretty fun. I mean, anybody can do a mismatched set, but it takes a lot to have a, like a mismatched set that still looks good. Or to go the complete opposite and make it look absolutely horrible. Just absolutely. Well, I mean, there's the so horrible it's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, it's like the original Street Fighter movie. It was an awful movie. <laughs> but it was so, like, it's... It, 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 the fact that it was so bad is what makes it, like, so good. Yeah, I get that. Like, oh, I need to watch this train wreck of a movie again because it was that awful, but it, and, and hilarious. 
nobody's watching the original Street Fighter movie because of its because it's a cinematic masterpiece. No, so bad it's good. Oh come on, your club wasn't that bad. <laughs> uh, um, no, disagree. <laughs> I am shocked you disagree with me on this matter. That was. That was a pretty bad movie. Okay, who was the worst actor in that movie? Jean-Claude Van Damme or Raul Julia? Oh. Oh, that's a tough one. It is, isn't it? It's, kind of, it's really hard to, to figure out who was worse. I legitimately can't pick. Oh, <laughs> man. They were both pretty bad in that movie. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's listen to a bit of audio before we continue on with the news, shall we? Okay. Nice to see you guys. I'm going to play Freebird. Everyone, a toast to 15 years of World of Warcraft. We met many years ago. Upon a dusty road. You, a humble priest, and me, a feeble rogue. We were the weakest of the weak, the lowest of the low. But when we fought together, our legend did grow. We battled our way from Black Rock Spire to Molten Core. Took 40 hours for Ragnaros and only wanted more. Our days of being weak are firmly in the past. And now our shields are stronger, our bombs are built to last. So whether you're for the Alliance or if you're for the Horde, it's time to toast to 15 years. Everyone raise your sword. No enemy can defeat us. There's no battle we can't win. When we crunch the numbers, stand together and win. Now I have a little news for you. Something of a treat. Are you ready to travel a Lazaroth on your own two feet? We're going back to a place where anything can kill ya. So polish your shield, sharpen your axe, we're going back to the net. I'm going to choose to ignore the Back to Vanilla part and just say that was a really awesome video dedicated to the 15 years of World of Warcraft. I, I have... It, I, go ahead, sorry. I was just going to say, it's so well done and I was incredibly, impre incredibly impressed and I, I just, I love it. I love it so much. So I do have one complaint about that whole thing. Okay. How dare they have Matthew Mercer in there and not have him have a single freaking line? That is a travesty. Yeah, I'll give you that. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I figured that's what you were to say. Not one line. Ronda Rousey got a line. <laughs> Maybe Matt Mercer was just happy to be included in the video. Oh, man. Uh, hearing him talk about his days playing well, I would imagine that that was the case. Oh yes, I would have loved to have had him have a line. 
There's so many fantastic cameos in there, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so there was Christian Nairn. There's mm -hmm. Ronda Rousey. There's Matt Mercer. There's the voice actress for Savannah in there. Yeah. Oh, I missed her. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I'm not sure who else there was. I didn't, that's the only ones that I noticed that people, that people I recognized. Uh, Leroy Jenkins. Well, yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah, Leroy Jenkins as well. Yeah, that's really um, cool. Some people mentioned that there's some streamers in there, like I, like Soda Poppin is apparently in there. I don't, I haven't watched any of his streams, so I don't know what he looks like. But a bunch of people said he was in there, so I'll, I'll believe them. Uh, yeah, and I'm sure there's a whole bunch other that were of other cameos that they were missing or that just went by way too fast. But oh man, I love, I love these kind of tunes, uh, these bar taverny kind of tunes. Fantastic. Thank you. I so want to know who the Bard is. That that's what I want. I want to know who that person is because they did a really good job. Yeah. Um, they'll probably post it in like Twitter or something like that soon. Probably. I would imagine. Oh man. Ah, so good. But yeah, it was, it was a good uh, look back and memory of uh, of wow that was. And damn, fifteen years. It's a long time. 2004. I was still in high school. Yeesh. Oh, God, I was... I went to high school 15... Well, 14 years ago. Oh, no. Okay. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> well, what we can talk about is another great video that was released since we last recorded, and it is WoW Classic with Creators. So, it is um, the original WoW game designers of Alex Afraziabi, Tom Chilton, Jeff Kaplan, Pat Nagel, and Aaron Keller, they all sit down at this table, like, kind of facing each other at computers, playing classic, and it's just such a fun look at them discussing their, their memories of developing the game and of playing the game, and you can see the passion and care they put into it, and just really legit joy like everyone just seemed so like how do I want to say this they don't seem like they're acting like they seem like they're truly having fun reliving these memories and it was such a fun video to watch so if you have not watched it go watch it <laughs> did you guys get a chance to watch it yeah I would just like to point out that Alex Afraziabi chose to play a warrior <laughs> I would also like to point out that none of them chose to play a paladin. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Uh huh. <laughs> uh, they showed Kaplan dying. <laughs> That's hilarious. He was just shouting for heals, and nobody was giving them to him. <laughs> and there was one—I uh, forget now who it was—but they were talking about a, a quest. And he was like, I think I made this quest. <laughs> it was just, it just, it was so much fun to just to see them reminisce like that. Oh, yeah, that was when, um, I think it was Pagel? Yeah, I think so. Who's, 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 uh, Frazialbi was like, why are you reading the quest text? And he's like, I'm pretty sure I wrote this. <laughs> in, in all caps, in crayon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That one. <laughs> I had a really good laugh with that. Uh, I wonder if Kaplan gets heals now in his current project, in the current game he works on. Nobody gets heals in Overwatch. 
because everybody rushed to pick DPS and then, you know, rip. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> well, well, actually, roll queue's a thing now, but this isn't an Overwatch podcast. <laughs> Yeah, um, fantastic video. It was, it was fun getting a peek into their heads and uh, like having them go through all the memories of uh, WoW Classic and what it felt like to kind of experience all that stuff again. Their hopes for what people can attempt to experience as they go through this again. Or in some cases for the first time. There are definitely people who are seeing all this type for WoW Classic you know, through stuff like this, or just through everybody just talking about it, and like, and they're thinking, maybe I'll give this WoW thing a shot. I know there's another Discord that I'm a part of, um, where just based off the WoW Classic hype, I think four or five people signed up for WoW yesterday. And they started playing on retail, and they've been having a blast with it. I mean, they're they're focusing on retail right now because they like they understand that that's a little more friendlier for newer players. But they, I think if, their intention is to eventually hop into classic and see what the see what the hype is behind all that. I'm sure by the time they get there, the server queues will be much more manageable. You mean more manageable than eleven thousand on average? Yeah. Well, on that note of. On that note of server queues and all that, there was there was a WoW Classic development team AMA on the WoW Classic subreddit uh, last month. What, what, what day was that? That was on the twentieth. It was last Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, one of the things they talked about was um, the potential server queues because they understood that the hype was real. And there's going to be a lot of people potentially crowding the servers, as we, as we have seen, as I'm sure all of us have checked in and to see what those queues are like, and they're ridiculous. So they make contingency plans for that, and we've already seen some of those put into effect, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, but they have other plans beyond uh, just opening up new stuff. Uh, they're looking at. Uh, the possibility of character transfers to deal with the high population. Um, and, um, they're hoping that the layering is going to help with with just um, the sheer volume of people that are going to be in every starting zone, because that's going to be a nightmare to level through for the first couple days. And... Um, yeah, there's. They have plenty of plans in place to kind of try to deal with that initial rush of everybody wanting to play. And we've seen them put into effect to some degree of success. I think there's still a rather significant queue. No, no, I don't think. I know that because I'm seeing everybody on Twitter talking about it right now. But um, hopefully that won't be a huge thing to worry about uh, as time as time goes on. Uh, but they weren't just talking about um, the potential server from zero, so talking about, again, some of their plans for the content in 
in WoW Classic, and a lot of this stuff is stuff that we already know. Uh, I'm talking about the AQ gate event and uh, and the kind of uh, content rollout that we're expecting to see in WoW Classic. Um, one thing that they clarified that I wasn't aware of is that um, with some of the lower level dungeons, where previously it was possible to enter those with up with more than five players, that's going to be something that will be allowed again in one classic. So for some of the lower lower level dungeons, you know, you'll be able to enter some of them with up to ten players, which is kind of cool. Um, so. Uh, they specify that it'll be all lower level dungeons avail available up through Bardon uh, with a cap of 10 players. And then other dungeons like uh, Blackrock Depth, Skull and Man, Stratholme, and Dire Wall are going to be kept at 5, as was the case in 112. Um, and also, Blackrock Spire is gonna, also going to have a cap of 10. Uh, they're. There, uh, during the same way, they also mentioned they, you know, that they were very excited about how uh, WoW Classic has been received by the majority, uh, not the majority, by a large amount of people. Clearly, this is something that people are very excited about, and hopefully, hopefully, it turns out to be what they wanted it to be. And I honestly say that because you know that they nothing sucks more than like, like than having all this type about something and having it like disappoint and yeah I hope everybody's very happy with everything um what else did they mention here uh, I think that was those were the big points that I wanted to talk oh um, one of the, I did forget one thing the Halloween holiday event that was added in yeah. 1.8 um don't expect a new version of the halloween holiday event it's going to be as it was introduced in 1.8 and i'll be honest I, I don't know how it was introduced in 1.8 so i'm wondering what that will be like but he tells me it's going to be awful <laughs> or hilarious or both i can't imagine why you think that well i i based on the tone of that answer I imagine it's going to be hilarious or awful, or both. I, I, I actually legitimately have no idea what the, Hall the Halloween holiday event was like in its original incarnation. I know, um, so scrolling down, they actually go into the questions and stuff. Uh, one of the things was trick-or-treating with uh, an innkeeper. Well, it wasn't given by the bucket, it was given by the actual innkeeper, and there was an hour cooldown. Oh, no. So that's one of the differences. Oh. That sucks. <laughs> oh. Well, luckily it'll probably take an hour to get to the next bucket anyway. Because <laughs> you're going to walk there. We'll be able to afford a flight point. Not right away, anyway. <laughs> So someone asked if we could still pull Lord Kazak to Stormwind, and the po the blue post or the the answer was that Kazak is going to have a hard leash 
as it did in 1.12, but supposedly there are other bosses in the world that do not. Oh, I can't wait to see that. So that'll be interesting. Like, one of my favorite WoW videos to watch back in the day was when bosses got dragged to a random town. And be, to be able to see that in not a pixelated mess. Right. Is going to be awesome, hilarious, and awesome. And I wanted it in my life. Like, I'm... like oh, WoW Classic is not going to be one. Not, like, as I said before, WoW Classic is going to be the thing I dip into very casually. I'm going to enjoy watching all the things that come out of it, though. Because some of the stuff that was possible back then led to some hilarious moments. Yeah, for sure. I know for me, like, I, I do want to re experience some of the original versions of these dungeons that were a, a vast amount of them changed in Kata. Um, but I'm looking forward to that. Even though, like, I played an early Burning Crusade, so I still remember them. But, you know, it's been a while. I want to do them again. Plus, I am hoping, because they're talking here about how the AQ event is going to happen in Phase 5, whenever that comes out. Right. I would like to experience that firsthand, since I did not. Back in the yeah. Day. Well, if they get up to level 60 before that. But, yeah, yeah that's going to be, that, that'll be an interesting event to see. And hopefully, it's not the... It's not the mess that it was back then where you end up in, what was it, Dustwallow Marsh? Or where you ended up somewhere else. Maybe it will be. Maybe it will be. I mean, it would be pretty hilarious to see how much <laughs> stuff they make, they force to happen just because it happened back in vanilla. Yeah. But it'd also I mean, be cool to see all these events happen as they had intended originally. Yeah, that's true. We'll have to say. Yeah. I guess we'll see how things go for people who are going in there when they get in. And there are there are a lot of people going in there. Oh jeez. All right. Well, let's uh, let's talk about the uh, the new realms they've added. So uh, these are are new realms that were added since the original list that people can reserve their names on. So we have Chrome Crush. Kiranax, Incendius, Bigglesworth, Kirtanos, Rattlegore. Those are all PvP US servers. For PvE US, PvE US, we have Westfall, Old Lanchi, Nash Kandi. Yes, I, I said Old Lanchi. That's amazing. I love it so much. There's also a ship in Nezhatar of that name, too. Um, you have for EU PvP. You have Stone Spine, Noggenfogger, Flame Lash, <laughs> Gandling, Mograin, and Razorgore. Not Rattlegore, Razorgore. Uh, for PvE English in the European Union, you have Netherkeep. For French PvP, you have Amnanar. And for Russian PvP, you have Wormthalak. Some of these names are so good, and I love them. They are definitely so they weren't classic. <laughs> they, they definitely were not kidding when they said they were ready to roll out new servers as necessary because I think six of these were... I know six of them for the US were added today. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I think so three of them, uh, Kirtanos, Rattlegore, and I think Ashkandi were added like 20 minutes before we started the show. 
Wow. So here's the question then. Say in a few months when the shine wears off and there's bound to be at least some people who drop off and don't play as much, are they going to start combining servers? Um, that's hard to say. I, I, I think they, they talked about that a little bit during their AMA. Uh, so we find that point again real quick. Uh, uh, oh, you know what? No, never mind. They didn't talk about that. Um, we do know that one of the things that they did mention in another in another article somewhere that I can't remember where I first saw it, but um, but we I know that the server populations, the server capacities are much higher than they were in Classic. I believe the comment that was made was a medium pop server now would be equivalent to a a higher, if not full server back in the days of vanilla. So with that understanding, even if even if these even if these servers were to drop to say a medium pop as defined by how they are right now. It's possible that the community. It's possible that the community is still going to be large enough on that server that it'll be able to sustain itself and you know um, get around the issues of not having the cross realm capabilities that we have in retail. Right. Um, um, but I, I, I don't believe. I don't believe they've outlined a plan for what will happen if they see a significant drop-off. I imagine they'll just use some of the tools they have available to them, like they did back in the day, where um, where they periodically offered free transfers off of, uh, off of certain servers. I know that that was a pretty... that was a pretty... like, not frequent. It was a regular... it was a thing that happened pretty like decently regularly back in the day. Yeah. That's right, I remember that. Good call. Oh. Yeah, between free, free server transfers and eventually connecting servers like uh, Arjunon's connect to Scryers, for example. Um, they, they definitely have, I'm sure, plans to merge or, or connect servers to lessen the amount of hardware they need when the, um, the demand grows low. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody would deny that that the large amount of people we uh, we are playing that we see playing right now are definitely just very hyped about it. They bought into the hype, and, and it's like it's like this isn't going to be the game for everybody at the end of the day. Hopefully, Blizzard's taking that into consideration and has prepared appropriately to. To attempt to keep this a successful endeavor, they're smart. I would imagine that they did. Yeah, the hype is real, brother. Hey, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not denying that, Mikey. Everybody bought into the hype. Hell, even I bought into the hype to some degree. Like I'm definitely going to spend some time playing. I didn't think that it would be something I'd be interested in playing, but I, 
Like, I'll probably hop in and be like, I'd still be pretty casual about it. But I'll play. Plus, I'm kind of excited to see old Dark Shore again. Yes, yeah. I missed, I missed old Dark Shore. That was, those were my first wild memories, and I look forward to getting back in there. And maybe for old time's sake, equipping spirit mail on my warrior. <laughs> you would. El Elrise, I will simply say, I had that argument with somebody back in the early days of ATA, and I will disagree with it. You do not need to have to play all content to talk about content in WoW. That's just me, though. Chris, I have never been a Cloth Pally. The lowest ever one was leather. Anyways. No talk about Cloth Pallies and Warriors, whatever those are. Let's talk about uh, some add-on restrictions. Uh, yes, it's been a very huge controversy within the last uh, few days, few week, you know, last week or so. Um, someone worked really hard on an add-on for LFG, and it basically, if I'm understanding it right, it basically took the the LFG the LFG channel that existed even like in vanilla and basically just parsed it out for the different dungeons and groups looking for things and so like other people who are using this add-on can like see the dungeon and whatever anyways a lot of people disagreed with that add-on even existing and there has been this huge controversy it's completely blown up there are a lot of people very very unhappy with it and Blizzard responded by explaining that they they have listened to the community and they're they took some time to analyze how it works, what they think about it, and when all is said and done, they're saying that they think the nature of this classic LFG add-on is incompatible with their social design of classic. So they've already explained that they're going to be adding restrictions to the classic add-on API that will significantly limit this add-on and others like it. And from what I'm understanding from a couple other people is that that's going to impact a lot more add-ons than what people realize. So it'll be interesting how that works out. But uh, it, the add-on functionality is something that Blizzard has really been taking a lot of time to examine and to figure out how they want to handle for Classic. They even said that at BlizzCon that they're looking at it. So cause they, they want to, you know, keep it like Classic as much as they want. Um, yeah. I, I have some thoughts on that. First off, keep it like classic. Classic was a wild west for add-ons. Like classic yeah. is when we had an add-on that literally was a one-button heal. Classic was when you could literally draw often inappropriate things on the ground in a raid, <laughs> just because you wanted to, so that everybody in your raid could see it. But you didn't impact you didn't impact, impact the textures. So keep it like classic is is kind of a um a fallacy. Like the, the, well, I think a lot of people <clears throat> are forget I think a lot of people are forgetting what classic was like. That that though all these add-ons did exist and some of these functionalities did exist in classic. So you have a lot of people who are completely up in arms saying that there should be absolutely no add-ons and blah 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 like it's been this just huge 
controversy. I remember back in vanilla when add-ons started becoming kind of a requisite to do even do molten core. And yeah. there were purists who literally refused to run any add-ons. Stock UI or nothing. And I understand that perspective. I think it's selling yourself short and limiting your experience and, and your ability to play. But that is to each their own. However, I've talked to some people who are actually add-on creators and have tried to create add-ons for Classic. And they've expressed a lot of frustrations in regards to the lack of communication from Blizzard on what is acceptable and what is not. They were getting a lot of frustration because they'd ask questions from their contacts at Blizzard and would hear nothing back about, is this okay, is that okay? Even, even minimal stuff that should be pretty easy to say, yeah, that's okay, or we'd rather you not do that. Um, so I understand that Blizzard was trying to take their time and, and, and examine and, and view each add-on that could be a problem individually, but they needed to be more expressive and more communicative with the classic add-on creators so that people would know what was even worth doing. Um, because people who create an add-on, they're putting a lot of time and energy into creating that add-on. Yeah. And you're now basically saying, oh, all that work you did is for nothing because now we're just going to kind of block you off so you can't actually do what you need to do with your add-on. And all that time you put in is wasted because they wouldn't communicate. So I hope that Blizzard will learn from this, as I would have thought they would already learn from, that, from, from past experiences, and actually be communicating with the add-on developers about what is acceptable, about what kind of functionality they'd prefer not to see, and hopefully we can see a little bit better in, the, in regards to what they want to add-on creators to avoid so they can ensure that they aren't wasting time. Because if it was the add-on creator's fault, that's one thing. But if they, if they turned to communication and you constantly did not give any communication, it's hard to say that the add-on creator is in the wrong because they are trying to get information and you refuse to give it. And that will See, burn them. That will, that will cause them not to want to create add-ons. See, and I, I, and I understand where, you, where you're coming from, that that there needs to be some communication as to what is acceptable and whatnot, maybe even just a set of guidelines as to what is okay by Blizzard standards. But I, I would... I would disagree in saying that um, th th there needs to be a response for every inquiry about what's okay and what's not. Because realistically, if they re realistically anybody can create an add-on, right? And if they were to take the time to res respond to every single inquiry about what's okay and what's not, that's going to take up a lot of time for something that may end up like not mattering that much because it's such a small thing that somebody asked asked about. I mean, let's be real here. People aren't always going to read what's okay and what's not. Right? So, if if there's if there, even if there were a set of guidelines available, people are going to just some people are going to look past, like ignore that 
and do what they think is okay because that's just the way people are they don't like people are like, creators or not even just creators I'm not going to that I'm not going to say that like um people in general um don't necessarily get all the information before they act on stuff yes and that was very much the case with this because this was an add-on that even got tested in beta and like blizzard hadn't said anything about it and then a couple people in particular who i i won't name uh got a hold on it in beta on their streams and ripped it apart and also ended up presenting a lot of false information about the add-on and how it worked and the functionality of it and it just rolled downhill from there which is a shame and like i know like personally for me like I understand the desire to keep plastic to be as pure as vanilla as possible. But because it does seem like a lot of people forget some of the things that were actually available in vanilla, plus in all reality, let people play how they want to play. You can't get mad at people if they don't fit your mold just because you don't want them to want to play that way. You know what I'm saying? In the end, it's up to each person to play how they want, and Blizzard can decide if that play is acceptable. You you don't need to ask Blizzard if a very clear example of cheating is cheating. That's common sense. But add-ons are a whole different beast. And if the capacity is there, sometimes people will push that capacity. And is up to Blizzard. I, I, I just know what you're saying, Tosi. You can't look at every proposal, every possible add-on. But it's up to Blizzard to provide guidelines uh, of what is acceptable in their game and what is not. Even yeah. if it's just an overhead view. Yeah, and I'm sure once we create those guidelines, there's going to be people who completely overlook those and do the thing anyway. And there's going to be people mad about getting their add-on disabled, but hey, I mean, that's what you get for not reading. Yeah, there were absolutely people like that, and there always has been people like that. And I feel no sympathy for those people because, hey, the information was there, you ignored it. But when the information is not there and your add-on gets disabled, that's a different story. Yeah. In the end, I am trying to view this controversy much like early days of WoW, where you didn't really know what was okay and what was not. And sometimes the communication wasn't there. But Blizzard is a 15-year different company. I would hope they'd have more capacity for communicating with their fan base and giving more information on what is going on and what is not acceptable from them. Hopefully that changes. Hopefully we'll see something like that in the future so that add-on creators and Blizzard can get on the same page. Yes, I love add-ons. And... If you want to play without add-ons in Classic, it's totally your call. Nobody nobody forces you to, to run an add-on. Unless you're rating, and then they may say you should do that. But Oh, even then, even then it's hard to do that. Um, my last raid group before the one I'm in now, uh, we had a couple people who refused add-ons, point blank. And I'm talking about everything, including DBM and bigwigs. That's totally fine. If, if they can yeah. still play effectively and competitively, that's fine. 
Oh yeah, they were the best people in our raid. Then so... all the power to them. Yeah. It's when they're <laughs> not running those and are sucking. That's the problem. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, unless there's something else, let's uh, move on to our next topic, shall we? So our next topic is our second <laughs> sponsor. It's an awesome audiobook. So our second sponsor, as usual, are the great folks over at Audible. You can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash books 2019 That's bit.ly slash books 2019 Now over 200,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today, we're because we've, we've taken so much of the show to look back at Classic WoW and all the things that it had to offer, we're going to explore a title that uh, we've we've taken a listen at many times before. Ready Player One. I was jolted awake by the sound of gunfire in one of the neighboring stacks. The shots were followed by a few minutes of muffled shouting and screaming, then silence. Gunfire wasn't uncommon in the stacks, but it still shook me up. I knew I probably wouldn't be able to fall back asleep, so I decided to kill the remaining hours until dawn by brushing up on a few coin op classics Galaga. Defender, Asteroids. These games were outdated digital dinosaurs that had become museum pieces long before I was born. But I was a gunter, so I didn't think of them as quaint, low-res antiques. To me, they were hallowed artifacts. Pillars of the Pantheon. When I played the classics, I did so with a determined sort of reverence. So I may have strategically clipped that audio to suit <laughs> the show. I don't know if you guys noticed that. I had a feeling, and I actually have a story. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast about three months ago or so, and they, they're they they're doing this as their audible clip, except they had chosen a very specific clip to basically give away the entire story. And I'm like... All right, I would never listen to your show again. Like, how do they do that? I mean, Audible, I feel like Audible, when they, on their preview clips, they, they curate the clips so that it doesn't give away too much. Unless you own the book, then you can click whatever you want. That's why I, I take from the preview clips. Yeah, th these people did not do that. They want to be jerks. That's just rude. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway... That was Ready Player One, written by Ernest Klein and narrated by Will Whedon. You can find that at over 200,000 titles over at bit.ly slash books 2019 And we thank Audible for their support of the show. Indeed. So, our question of the week for last week was, if you're planning, yeah, if you are choosing to play Classic, what are you trying to achieve first? If not, what are you planning on continuing to do in live? Poikle says, Questing and seeing what the world looked like at the very beginning. Well, Siler says, taking my girlfriend on an adventure and maybe putting her in Stitch's path in Duskwood. Okay, <laughs> if, I, I if have... that doesn't say love, then I don't know what does. I have two responses here. First off, you you missed you, you did not add the response to Quill Satin's answer, which was my response was low res. And Will, that's if she's still with you, congratulations. Because <laughs> um, nobody should ever do that to a person they say they love. 
WikiBH says, my first goal in playing classic is to find the time to play classic. Currently have the same goal for in life as well. Oh, that's you do. real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, MooGyver says, first I'll log in and join the queue. Then the next day when I actually get in, <laughs> go and explore Mulgor. Serendipity says, my play style is open-ended. I play for the joy of questing and leveling, not really with any goals in mind. I guess what I'm hoping to achieve is the joy of playing the game again. Something I lost about three expansions ago. I'm going to amend my answer from last week and say if I actually played cl Classic, it would be reading all the quest texts because I just love annoying people with reading all the quest texts because most people don't want don't want to get the time. Uh, but Zephyriah says, live play pet battle achievements, Classic raid achievements on a priest and a warlock. Frasley says, I want to finally get a no mage to 60 in classic. I rolled many no mages and kept killing them off. That that sounds like a plan to me. I don't see the problem is there, Frasley. Next week's question is, what did you do while wa waiting to defeat the Q boss? I, I did a podcast. I, I closed the game. <laughs> I also, other than opening it briefly to see what my Q would be, uh, I closed it and came here instead. Yeah, I closed it too. Uh, yeah. Did you? Did you, you did not it? close it, did you? Nope. Are you still in queue? Oh no! I hit escape at some point. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so you lost your place in line. Oh! Go go get go yep. get back in line. Tell us what number you're at. See, for me, if if I was actually waiting in line for the cube boss instead of podcasting, I'd probably be listening to a podcast or Netflix. One of the two. Yeah, I'd probably watch YouTube videos. When did I hit escape? I don't know. When did you? This is the worst. Aww. What's your cue? Uh, let's see. Logging in the game server. Manicrick is currently in medium. Positioning Q, 6,604. Hey, that's better. Estimated time, 72 minutes. <laughs> by, by, the, by the time you're done playing a little bit of Overwatch, you'll be ready to go. Yeah, I'm just going to wait. Alright then. Uh, time for some shoutouts. Uh, Allie, you first. My shout out is actually to Wookie BH, who probably doesn't have time because him and his family, well, his wife did it, but uh, just had their second baby. So, congratulations, Nick. You know, Wookie BH. Uh, hopefully, things are going well, and I'm just so happy for you guys. Yeah, congratulations on having one more person to farm for you. Come on. <laughs> if I ever have kids, they're totally farming for me. Like, totally. What's well, their job, right? I mean, of course. I mean, I feed them, I, farming, I clothe them. They, they can click a bobber every so often. I'll, I'll even give them <laughs> the, like making the bobber bigger thingy that you can get. Totally. I like turning mine into worms. It's fun. Fair enough. <laughs> Toasty, how about you? Uh, I'm going to shout out all the fantastic people who are choosing to listen to the show today while waiting for the cues to pop. There's there's a decent chunk of people in here. Yeah. In here tonight. So shout out to you, Erlina, Chris, Mikey, Poinkelsen, and earlier uh Larice was in here as well. 
So thanks for thanks for listening, guys. Awesome. And my shout out is going to be to all of the server techs and all of the the people in the op center at Blizzard. I'm sure you're yeah. having quite a day. My sympathies and my thoughts go out to you all. And uh, to your families, you probably won't see you for a day or two. Rip. Indeed. <laughs> all right, let's do our outro. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, call one seven eight five ata wow 5 or one seven eight five two eight two nine six nine five. You can send emails to show at allthingsazeroth.com if you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata and our Discord at bit.ly slash ata discord, which is where we record every Monday night at 8 p.m. Central. You can find us on Twitter at allthingsaz, at medros, at fandeth, at toastypostycan, at aliandersk, and at Donforge. And please check out the other shows from Dawnforge Productions, including Group Quest, Shattered Soulstone, More Than Megapixels, and Across the Hooniverse. And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of, well, well classic cues, of course. 6,693. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Dawn Forge Productions, copyright 2019. Get more at thedawnforge.com.